the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Is it time for me to talk? I'm just sitting here enjoying myself so much. The fact that I am back in the studio tonight. Monday has become my new favorite day of the week when I get to come in here and share this time with you guys, 6 to 8 p.m. I am Andrea Kay, dynamite and address, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. Um, so much to get into tonight. Um, I guess this is where I need to say to you guys, um, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth to you guys. Um, who even knows what Juneteenth is? Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Anybody know who what Juneteenth is about? I got to tell y'all, I'm curious. I'm ready to hear from you guys about it. We got to talk about Juneteenth today. What is it? What's the real, what, what are we supposed to be celebrating? Is it actually even a celebration or is this just more use of, of something to further divide us? We got to talk about that. We got to talk about Joe's symbolic crash. <laughs> yeah, the bike crash that went viral over the weekend. And it's just incredibly, it's just a little too, too, in terms of being symbolic. And there's breaking news, by the way, that might actually be good news in the transgender push on kids in this country. So much to get into uh, with you guys tonight. 888-344-1170. Got to bring in my man, my partner here every night of the week. I'm not sure if Monday's his favorite day of the week like it is mine. <laughs> He's shaking his head no. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. Let's keep it short and simple. No, that day would be Friday. Okay, Friday is still his favorite day of the week. Um, okay, so today is Juneteenth, which um, I'm not, it, it was signed into federal, became a federal holiday uh, when Joe Biden signed it in, in, into law as a federal holiday back in 2021. And it's not technically, today is it technically Juneteenth? Um, it would be June 19th is the day in which uh, Juneteenth is supposedly occurring. Um. However, while this was made a federal holiday and um, this I started to use the analogy, it was this um, mountain was made out of a molehill. The reality is, is that there's only a hand, a handful of states that actually observe this. So I'm not sure how good it is to have a federal holiday if you still got to go to work. Right. Uh, Like we are here. States that celebrate Juneteenth by giving government workers off include Georgia, Alabama, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, it goes on and on. New York, a lot of typical suspects like Louisiana um, and beyond. But you know what's absent from this list? What's absent from this list is California. 
Didn't California just recently come out with their uh, with a, a, over 100 pages, I think it was, on the state attorney general site in which they laid out all these reparations because Cali- the great stain on this nation evidently is, is as much a stain on California, right? But yeah, why didn't they go along with Juneteenth? Why isn't that a holiday here in the state of California? Interesting. I'm curious for you guys. I grew up in the Deep South. Louisiana, I guess, has adopted this as a state holiday. I can tell you guys that growing up in the Deep South, which involved um, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Louisiana. I mean, there's states like Virginia that call themselves the South, but they're not, they're not really. That's not the Deep South, okay? The Deep South is where I grew up. And in my generation, what happened with slavery and the Old South and the Deep South was talked about constantly. There was no point in our lives in which we could get away from what had been done to the degree to where I carried a little bit of guilt over it. In fact, when Obama was elected president, I heard from a lot of people that they voted for him, some even knowing he was a Marxist, but because they still felt so guilty and, these are, and, and I'm talking about people that never had anything at all to do with anything related to slavery, never had anything at all to do with anything related to racism and discrimination. But they were proud to put they wanted to pull the lever for a, a, a black man because they just still felt a stain on this country and wanted to finally put it to rest. And hoped that it would. And coming out of that culture, I never once in my entire life heard anybody say anything about anything called Juneteenth. Never heard a thing about it. Never heard a thing. So I'm curious about you guys as we continue to talk about Juneteenth. I got a question for y'all out there. I got a question for all y'all out there. If you can prove to me and skins using our crack investigative abilities, if you can prove to us that you actually knew of this and even more importantly, actually celebrated this at some time in your life or have, have evidence that somebody you know did, we would love to see it. First caller, 888-344-1170. First caller, or maybe even just any caller, because I just don't think, I don't think it's going to be, uh, the phones are going to be ringing off the hook. I'll buy a free coffee. I'll give you all a $5 Starbucks gift card because quite frankly, this is not worth any more to me than $5. But I want to hear it if you got it. 888 888- 344-1170-888-344-1170. Skin, do you think you're going to be ringing, the phones are going to be ringing off the hook? I was already turning back to the phones and seeing if we were going to be multitasking. Uh, I think I'm good facing the other direction, just talking straight to you. <laughs> um, look, I mean, I think that that it's something, I think that this, what happened evidently was that there were slaves, I guess, in the state of Texas that didn't know that they had been freed. Which is, which is also interesting to me because in what I learned about the Deep South and, and slavery, I wasn't really aware that, you know, there was a whole lot of slavery going on in Texas. That isn't anything we spend any time studying about. Um, uh, but evidently, I guess there were some slaves that didn't know they were freed. And I'm not an expert on Juneteenth, in part because I never heard about it before. Um, but I think that if, you're, if you have ancestors that were slaves... And they were in Texas and they didn't know that they were free and then they became free. I mean, why wouldn't you celebrate that? Right. We celebrate. We're not saying you shouldn't celebrate. Yeah, we're not saying you shouldn't celebrate. We celebrate all kinds of milestones in this life. I'm all about it. Right. I mean, I, you know, we celebrate. We put money under kids pillows because they lost a tooth. 
<laughs> I think that's so silly. But you know what? I was all for getting it. If I had a tooth that was even like kind of getting a little little loose, I'd like yank it out, man. I want my nickel. I don't even remember what my parents gave me. I have no idea. But it was just it was a way to get money, right? Can you imagine with inflation now what that tooth would cost? Oh, dude. Dude. I mean, you know. Yeah. I do, do parents even do the, the tooth they fairy do. anymore? My they do. does it with her kids. Okay. I love that. See, I think it's so sweet. I think that life is meant to be celebrated. And I think that every achievement, every, whether it's, you know, I loved my favorite things to celebrate was when I got good grades in college. I mean, I always love to celebrate that. I think we need to celebrate milestones in life. Um, so I don't have a problem with anybody celebrating a milestone, but I have a problem when it gets hijacked, when it gets used as a political weapon with which to bully people. And in the state of Texas, which I think was when Corn, I think it was John Cornyn himself who was booed. We got more on that later. Out of Texas, was the, I think he was the one that proposed the Juneteenth holiday. And the problem is, is that he did it on the heels of many communities including black-owned communities, were being terrorized by Black Lives Matter and Antifa on the streets. That's not the time to do this. In fact, I don't really understand why, as a nation, this would need to be celebrated. I mean, do we, I mean what federal law or, or federal holiday was put in place because these citizens in one state wised up to something or had something? <laughs> I don't mean to say wised up. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say here because citizens got over a bad deal somewhere, right? I mean, if it's specific to these citizens, I think that's something that should be celebrated. I think maybe according to the state, right? Like we have things in Louisiana that might get celebrated nowhere else, right? We've got we've got uh, such a, a a connection in the state of california obviously ob right to mexico that we might have things that we might celebrate here as a state that i wouldn't celebrate because i don't have any connection to it in fact i think it should be at a state-by-state level for something like this because we are supposed to be a republic of states well think about it i mean even just from cinco de mayo alone i mean i don't know how many states actually have tiny little celebrations that's big in texas i know it's big here i don't think it's big up in oregon right now, but but we actually, we don't make it a holiday. I guess I was thinking about things where a state might yeah, make. But there's still an observance going But on. you're observing it. Yeah, I'd never heard of Cinco de Mayo until I came here. Then I was like, oh my gosh, we get to go out and eat taquitos. You know, I love my Mexican Bonus. food. Yeah, hello. <laughs> and I get to go out with everybody and have a hog down on my favorite Mexican food. I'm all for that. That's fantastic. Um, and so my initial reaction to this is, no. I interrupt this program to let you know that not one person has called in with a, with a familial story. Wait. Let me do the official tally. Yeah, you're right. No. Okay. And we're, but the phone lines are open. I got five bones, $5 on a Starbucks card for anybody that Andrew can prove. Andrew personally fronting the $5 Starbucks. I am. I am. But I'm not. I, and I know that that barely covers a venti, but, you know. Um, get a grande. Yeah, get a grande because that's all I'm going to give it. Um, but so I'm all for things being celebrated. I, and I love, I love, 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 even though I'm all about the, uh, the immigrate here and assimilate, I still love the fact that we have all these different cultures that celebrate. I love coming here and embracing Cinco de Mayo. That's what makes it American. Right. I loved when I was in New York one year, I happened to be there for when they had that big festival for the Italian. There's a big name for it. I can't remember the name of it. We happened to be in New York City that year, uh, one year when, when that festival was happening. And oh my gosh, we couldn't wait to go down and... And, and enjoy that amazing uh, Italian food. I love that the Louisiana culture is so specific that 
many they don't even speak English in some parts of the state and it's not it's its own language and it's like being in another country I love that what I don't like is when there's anything that's supposed to be a celebration that gets hijacked in order to divide this country and even worse than that to tear down this country and that's what's going on with Juneteenth and normally I wouldn't give so much time to something that really is a, a, a mountain being made out of a molehill but it is being politicized it is and we have we make a mistake when we think you know what I, this is just yeah I mean people can't afford gas in their cars right now that you know a, a, a people's retirement accounts have just been wiped out when they're a year away from retirement I get it but let me tell you we have to we make a mistake as conservatives when we ignore these cultural movements that are happening because these are a part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy this nation. And the reason why they've made the progress that they've made is because when something like this happens, we ignore it. We think, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't affect us that much. It does. And we come back. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to prove to you why this story matters and why we need to be punching back against the use of what could be a great day to celebrate for some people. And why it's being hijacked and used to destroy this nation and why we need to punch back. And the phones are still open. I got a $5 Starbucks gift card. 888-344-1170. Prove to me you've heard of Juneteenth. And I mean like not a year ago. I mean like 10 years ago. 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Offering five big ones, five bucks to anybody that can prove to us that they actually knew of Juneteenth years ago. And I don't mean just in the last couple of years. We know that 60%, there's a poll out that 60% of Americans basically said they had never heard of it before. Had said that they had never heard of it before. People's awareness is starting to become increased now because it's being pushed now. And, and and why is it being pushed now? It's not because, as we talked about before, because this is about, you know, celebrating something. Hey, celebrate it. You know, just like Kwanzaa. You know, I'd never heard of Kwanzaa before. And all of a sudden, you know, people were celebrating Kwanzaa. Well, I, I don't care. Go enjoy your Kwanzaa. Just don't try to take Christmas off the calendar. Right. That's where I have a problem. So what's going on here? Is this just that, you know, that this is just about people celebrating something? No, this is about why are we all of a sudden hearing about it now? Because this is the push. This is a part of the effort to destroy the United States of America. And that's why we need to be pushing back against this. And this should have uh, Trump was at a rally this weekend saying everybody knows about about it now because of me. I'm the one that made everybody realize Juneteenth. Well, that would be fine, except for the fact that the way the left is trying to use it to destroy this nation. Oh, yeah. I'm even hearing a couple of people, Andrea, and they're saying they want to use this to replace the 4th of July. Well, yeah. In fact, let's play. Um, and so this is a part before we get into the clip. That's exactly what this is about. Every aspect of this cultural Marxist movement is about destroying the fabric of this nation and, and, and not just its Judeo-Christian principles and values, but going to the heart of it. Let me remind everybody, I will never vote for Nikki Haley because when Nikki Haley was the, um, Governor of the state of South Carolina, after Dylan Roof went and shot up a church, she joined in the stupidity, the mind-numbingly moronic movement that was, we got to get rid of Dukes of, uh, Dukes of Hazard and the Confederate flag being sold anywhere in this country, as though Dylan Roof saw a Confederate flag and then went and rushed into a church and killed people. He killed people because he was a maniac. 
and I'm for bringing back the death penalty, PDQ on somebody like him. And the problem I had with Nikki Haley is that then it launched, it got into all of this statue tearing down. And I said, where is this going? This is going to go right to George Washington. And she's aiding and abetting that movement. And now we got what? George Washington University got to take his name off. This is where the Republicans always just they take a bite at with the first thing that's the, as soon as something's put out there because they 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 don't want to be accused of being a racist or what whatever when when because they're not recognizing that this is a part of destroying our nation and now we're hearing that this should probably sell, be celebrated instead of July Fourth. Skins, please play clip eight. Well, one way I don't I feel awkward being the first one to speak right now. <laughs> But the one way I look at each holiday is uh, it, it. I celebrate it through teaching my children, which they learn a lot at school. But I think as an adult, I forgot how many times in life you go into autopilot for a holiday. Like even Fourth of July, it was fireworks and watermelon. We didn't talk about the country and being free. We didn't discuss it. Then you have a Memorial Day pass. And I always pause because my parents are veterans, but you forget that more. I sometimes will forget that it's the people that lost their lives. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's really thinking about why are we stopping today? And the kids have given me a new excuse to look at the why, like, why do I celebrate? Why do we celebrate this? And I think I have ever since I learned about Juneteenth, which wasn't, wasn't as young as you probably did or anyone else. I, I learned a few years ago and I was like, how did I not know about this, that we were celebrating 4th of July, which was freedom of America when freedom of American people didn't happen until Juneteenth. So in some ways, the celebration feels more authentic on Juneteenth. Yeah, it's really but okay. I I got to stop it there. I can't listen to this this brain dead bent another second. Okay, it's like first of all, when she's talking, I can't believe I'm the first one to speak here. It's like because she's surrounded with women of different shades as though then she's not allowed to speak. You know, I hate that. You know, we need to we need to be focused on equality in this country and everybody is equally important to everybody else. Okay, so your opinion, lady, whoever you are, whatever your ancestry is just as important as all the other ladies there. Okay, number one. And number two, um, Juneteenth is not more authentic as a national holiday than um, than Fourth of July, which is the, the day of which we celebrate independence from Great Britain, independence from tyranny. Over our nation, and if you think that the two are somehow equal, or that even that Juneteenth is 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 a bigger holiday, I mean, you know, if you if you want to go with the notion that um, we can't celebrate Independence Day because there were still people that weren't that weren't a hundred percent free according to somebody's criteria, then why not make it a, 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 the a, a, the day that the Emancipation Emancipation Proclamation was signed? Or how about this? How about the day women got the right to vote? Women weren't 100% free. They didn't get to, they didn't get to, and, and, and when was women's suffrage? It was after slavery. It was after the Emancipation Proclamation, right? So that, this, this is exactly where they're always going with this. It's always ultimately about destroying this nation under, under, with, under the idea and the false narrative that the United States of America is systemically racist. This has led to children in schools being taught that there's something inherently wrong with them because they're white and white privilege and all the real systemic discrimination going on now. But you know what? I put it out there. I asked y'all to call in. I I put it out to all y'all. I said, if any of y'all out there can prove to me and my crack team, because let me tell you, the AK team of tech here will know if you're if you're trying to spoof us, if you're trying to Amber hurt us with some Photoshop stuff. Okay, I offered five bones, five dollar gift card to Starbucks. If anybody can call in and prove and we got a caller. Walter is on the line. Hello, dear Walter. 
Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm good. Thank you very much, very much. My grandfather was the firstborn in my family out of slavery. <gasps> so was my grandmother. They had their parents and, and a lot of their siblings, which because my grandfather wasn't the oldest, was born in slavery. Wow. I'm from Virginia. I am from Virginia. We, had, we were taught in school, in my school. Now, I'm from the mountains in Virginia. Excuse me for interrupting, Walter. I've got a question. Excuse me for interrupting real quick. By the way, Walter, you've got an amazing voice. You should be doing radio. I don't know what you do for a living. Um, I do nothing. I'm retired and I ain't working for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, um, oh, you know what? uh, Never mind. I started to ask you where you were, where you're from in Virginia because I had family. But now I realize she was living in in West Virginia, which isn't the same thing. Okay. So, yes, it is. I'm 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 born in Bluefield, West Virginia. Okay, my uh, my my family lived miles from there. Okay, my family lived in Beckley. I don't know if that's. Oh well, I I ran the streets of Beckley as a teenager, so yeah, I understand. Okay, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's some tough uh, living, but. Yeah, Dublin, West Virginia. My father used to run moonshine from Dublin, West Virginia to. uh, (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) I I like your family, Walter. But um, I love them too. (laughs) Yeah. So okay. So you know what? I thank you for calling in because. Um, you know, I, I, I meant it when I said I think every milestone should be celebrated and I appreciate that. And I think we should celebrate everything. We got kids celebrating, you know, teeth that they got pulled out from a string and stick it under the pillow and they wait for money from the tooth fairy. I'm all about celebrating it. I did grow up in what, and no offense to you Virginians, but I even said at the top of the show, we don't consider y'all Southerners. We think so. We- <laughs> yeah, well, they, the, the, the y'all know we don't. The northernmost southern state. Y'all know we don't. You're, it, we think of the South as Mississippi, Georgia, Louisiana, and Alabama. Absolutely. Okay. But we are the no- the northern most southern state in the union okay so you are you are only a couple of one or two generations away from slavery oh, i'm so I'm the second generation wow that was my grandfather wow my mother would have been the first generation and then i'm the second generation but the thing of it is in elementary school high school we were taught about juneteenth never we were taught about how slavery ended okay. and we were told about the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, but we were also told about how the Confederates were con- trying to keep slavery going after the war. Oh, now we were taught about that too. We were taught about that too. Soldiers, yeah, and the Union soldiers had to intervene. Yeah, well, we and were that, taught about that too. We just weren't taught specifically about this Juneteenth. And I mean, my entire upbringing. Was, but you probably missed it because I'm black. It made a difference to me. It didn't make a difference to Becky. So yeah, but, but me, she could have cared less. It wasn't on no test. Yeah, questions. but see, here's where. But you know, and I'm glad y'all did, and I'm glad you learned about it. I just find it interesting that in the state of Louisiana, where we got the Jazz and Heritage Festival, we've got you know we've you know we've got all these different festivals down there from the French Quarter Festival, the Strawberry Festival. I mean, good grief, we we can't have a Saturday. We you know we can't have a Tuesday without a festival in New Orleans and in <laughs> Louisiana. And I had never heard of it, and it could be in. Louisiana that because we do have so many other festivals that it was like huh, we don't need to add another one because we got Jazz Fest and Mardi Gras it could be that it could be that could well, be the reason but let I, me let me give you something here real quick just 
really quick. The American people in 1776 declared their freedom from Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And the 4th of July is the, commem- is the remembrance of that, the celebration of that. But June 19th should be an American celebration because that's when the people of right mind told the people of wrong mind, you can't do this to people anymore. And those weren't black people that told the people of right mind. Mm-hmm. Those were white people, northerners. So we should all celebrate the day that we put this scourge to death. I'm happy. You know what, Walter? I'm with you on that. You know what? I'm with you on that. Absolutely. I'm up against a break. That's why I had to jump in. I'm absolutely with you on that. Um, I think we should celebrate everything. I think just like we, we, you know, we don't women, women just, you know, at this point after suffrage and after getting the right to vote, we don't celebrate like woman's voting day. I don't have a problem with all kinds of celebrations where I have a problem with Juneteenth is how many are using it as a way to say, see, this country is horrible, and they're using it as as part of the cultural Marxist movement to transform us from a republic of states to a communist system with a centralized system of power. That's where, which is, which is how, yeah, yeah, uh, they are. that's that's where, where I have a problem with it. So I don't know if you so heard my open to, of the show. That's where well, I have I a did, problem I with did. it. Yeah. yeah, we need to step to the plate and take this from them. Because this isn't theirs. This is mine. Thank you. And they don't need to get this. Yes. What we need to do is be teaching true American history. And at this date and this celebration, we should be celebrating all those, what was it, 500,000 troops that died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with Walter 100%. War, yeah. We should be celebrating that these people decided they had enough. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let you treat people like this anymore. Right. And I don't got to stop. It's got to stop. And I'm glad you called in, Walter, because I will tell you, slavery continues around the world and around the United the world. around the world today. There was a slave here in San Diego County um, that was a woman being held hostage. I think I don't remember where she was from originally from the from India, maybe. And she was being held hostage here as a slave in San Diego yep. County by a doctor. And his yep. wife and slavery exists yep. around the I world. The and then yep. and the United States of America is the only country for which white people fought and, and shed blood and died to end slavery. And that's and so th- that was extraordinary. And it should never happen again. And we need to. Uh, and, and so I'm all for celebrating. And that means celebrating that not that doesn't mean how do we use this then to continue to push out something negative and, 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 or and shooting 40 people in your city or twerking in the middle of the street. Or celebrating some perversion that somebody has in their mind. Yes. It is not any of those. This is when our country got free. Yep. Well, Walter, I got to leave it there with you. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. God bless your whole family. Um, they, Love what you shared. Uh, yeah. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. Oh, stay tuned. Skins, Skins asking. Yeah, Walter, it, hang on the line. I need oh. to get your info so we can get you. We can Starbucks. get you the Starbucks gift card, man. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> and you okay. hold on, hold the line. And you guys uh, come on back. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. We come back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. I got some breaking news coming out of Uvalde and some good news for a change when it comes to the cultural Marxist movement of transgenderism on children. So stay tuned. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. 
to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking to a listener, Walter, who we just love so much, who called in to talk about Juneteenth. Can't wait to send him his $5 Starbucks gift card, but the clo- the phones are now closed to that because we already talked to Walter. Loved how so, he was just talking about just being mm-hmm. authentic about American history. Right. I mean, that's great. Right. And just what an authentic and and genuine person, unlike uh, Joe Biden, right, who... Um, <laughs> Um, I mean, you were downtown this weekend and you saw that things were happening. Things were popping down there, restaurants and Still stuff. Still just as busy, yeah. My Still fiance ju- and I were going to spend the uh, the night down there and it was so busy, Andrea. We literally couldn't find parking. Well, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that people are still out enjoying themselves. I don't know if they're burying their... I, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe what's going on with the recession and, and the inflation, it just hasn't hit people so bad yet. I think people are in- still trying to make it work. Well, yeah. And, you know, um, you know, I, I think it depends on every it's about individuals and communities and well, some sure. areas and can be hit harder than American others. resiliency. We always talk about. Right. Um, but the reality is, is that we do know that we have the worst inflation in 40 something years. We've had, if not longer, I think we are back. We know that the market has has wiped away many people's retirement accounts. It could be all those people out partying Saturday night. We're just like, I, I just I need to go out and, ha- and blow off some steam and because I'm scared to death and I might as well go enjoy myself. We know that people's. Um, I think I saw a stat the other day that people's we haven't seen people's retirement accounts wiped out like this in at least 10 years, if not longer. Um, Biden today uh, was asked, actually, before I I go into that, uh, there are many people that are talking. I started to play the clip. I don't need. Should we play the clip of Biden and talking about falling off the bike? I mean, it was so symbolic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is very symbolic. I think we should. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, there was a video that went around viral over this weekend with Joe Biden trying to trying to show, I mean, constantly trying to prove to the world his virility, that he's, you know, still Mr. Tough Guy. And so he goes on a bike ride, um, all padded up. I mean, you know, it's, if, 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 by the way, I just got to say this, dudes. If, if you're... <laughs> It, this should be a video of what not to do if you're trying to look like you're still all man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. We all know what those are. Those the the footholds for your shoes. If the good if the dude could not ma- manipulate and maneuver with that, he, they shouldn't have been on there. He had no business being on a bike. Okay. But the reality is, is the memes going around on this. And I don't laugh when I see anybody crash. I'm not that kind of person. Right. No, it gets back to Andrew. If he can't ride a bike, should he be running the country? Well, well, but the thing is, is that if you can't maneuver a bike and when you're in, they're trying to, Joe Biden always overcompensates in order to try to project strength because he's frail and weak, cognitively, physically and beyond. That's why he shouts and then whispers and and goes too hard. And they're trying to do the same thing with him on a bike. Honestly, it was a hashtag fail before his bike even fell over. But the reality is, and I don't celebrate anybody, you know, looking like a fool. I don't want the the commander in chief, the president of the United States of America, even though he was installed in the White House. I don't want our POTUS looking that frail on the world stage. He should have never been put on a bike. It didn't fool anybody before he fell over and crashed. But I thought it was incredibly symbolic because that's what's happened to our entire country in the past 18 months since he was installed in the White House. And we all know. 
that these are the worst economic times in 18 months. It doesn't matter how many times some Democrats run an ad in the New York Times, I think it was, on the weekend saying, thank you, Joe, for keeping the gas prices down. Oh, yeah, that happened. That happened over the weekend. It doesn't matter how much they try to gaslight us. It doesn't matter how much people still go out on a Saturday night and try to, you know, uh, maybe share share an appetizer among four people. The American people are hurting. The American people are hurting. Absolutely hurting. And they know that it's only going to get worse. He was asked uh, about the recession and whether or not it, it was uh, it was coming because the predictions. Jamie Dimon said we got a hurricane coming right from, from Chase, and here's what he had to say about that. Clip eleven. I, 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 I probably, even more likely than ever. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. Was a joke. But all kidding aside, no, I don't think it is. Um, first of all, you weren't joking when you said don't make things up. You tried to lighten it up after afterwards because you realized that you just sounded like a jack wagon. But it's just more gaslight. Oh, you sound like a Republican politician. That's the gaslighting. Like, you know, like, t- talking to her like she's some idiot. She asked the question because everybody's predicting we're going to be in a recession, including Obama's former um, Treasury Secretary, Larry Summers. Here's what he had to say about it. Clip nine. I think all the presidents point uh, towards a recession, a recession, Chuck. There's always a first time for everything. And I don't want ever to make uh, forecasts with uh, certainty. But if you look at a whole range of indicators, if you look at what's happened in markets, if you look at the relative levels of interest rates of different durations, if you look at surveys of consumer uh, expectations, and if you look at the simple fact that what drives inflation is supply and demand, supply doesn't change that fast. And so mostly what you need to do to reduce inflation is reduce demand. And that is a very hard process to control and so it usually leads to a recession yeah how do you make people not demand formula for their babies how do you how do you make people not demand gasoline for their cars so that they can go to work you can't how do you make people not demand food anymore Oh, I know. How about we how about we just try to jack the prices so high on chicken or or meat that they, you know, because one of their one of the Biden administration economic people came out and said, buy lentils. Right. Um, You know, we we know that they they've tried to reduce the demand for gas by doing stupid things like um, stopping drilling for oil and shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and the sanctions on Russia are actually hurting the American people. We know they've tried to reduce the demand, but you can't when somebody lives an hour away from work, no matter how much you jack them on the price, the demand is still going to be there. They have to find a way. Right. They're not going to increase the supply on products that are, that are demanded by the American people that don't fit along the Great Reset and the Green New Deal agenda, which is communism. This is by design. And so a recession is coming. A recession is coming. And what does a recession mean? It, it means that the, the economy is going to contract, it's going to recede instead of growing And I think the Obama administration was the first administration in the history who had zero, I think, zero quarters in a row um, that where it had growth over three percent. And then look what Trump did. 
Yeah. And look what Trump did. Now, what did Trump do? He increased supply, right? By lowering taxation and regulation, he was able to increase the supply, the supply of goods and services in the country. And when you have increased supply over demand, what happens? What? Bueller, Bueller, prices go down. You know, Andrew, and I say people can like Trump. They can hate him, but they cannot deny the economic success that was under his presidency. Right. Now, when it comes to the spending portion of it, they're wanting to blame Trump. And here's where Trump does play a role. There was too much spending. There was. But that wasn't as much in in his, his administration. But that wasn't as much him as it was Paul Ryan and the establishment and the rhinos. Paul Ryan could not write checks fast enough for Obama and anything that Obama wanted. Right? Wouldn't would not write any checks for Trump to build a wall. Wouldn't repeal and replace Obamacare. None of that. Um so Trump was hamstrung. He would have done a lot more. But you look at what he did with dealing with the establishment. So this is by design with what's going on. And if he had gotten a second term, and and, and many people here at, at the station and other people that I know have said to me back when this COVID thing was going on, that this was all about trying to destroy the economy because people people vote their economy. In and can part, you imagine where we would be today if Trump didn't successfully turn this economy into what he did? We'd be Venezuela. We'd be Venezuela. And we better be. And we better be taking our country back on the midterms. But it's not going to be enough to take our country back and have people just have a bunch of R's after their name. We have to have people that are willing to do, that that are not part of the establishment. They're not big government, big spending, rhino establishment people. We have to have, they have to be MAGA. Otherwise, Andrea, we won't survive. We won't survive. We We cannot survive if we end up with a majority in both houses and they're people like Mitch McConnell. And Liz Cheney. No, we'll be toast. We're done. That, that's not a win for us. It may slow down the inevitable, but that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not a win for us. And they also have to be those that have the guts and the courage to push back against the cultural aspect that's going on. Too many Republicans are still only wanting to talk about the gas pump and the gas pump. That's great. But you know what? They, we do have... All politics is downstream from culture, and we do have people that are so caught up in so much of this cultural Marxist crap like transing and all that kind of stuff that they're willing to to vote Democrat in spite of the economic disaster that it is because they are um, deeply emotionally tied to some of these cultural issues. And we're going to talk about that when we come back because there's breaking news, actually, as it relates to transgender sports. Some some good news. Or is it really good news? I'm not really sure that whether or not it's actually good news for us or not. And we'll explain when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So... There's been a big decision made by a, the governing body, FINA, that I guess uh, it oversees swimming. I guess this is like the swim, swimming organization. And so they have made a decision on what to do with transgender swimmers. And I think this is good news. Skin, I think I'm in the interest of time. I'm not going to play all this clip. I'll let you know when I want to stop it. But let's start with um, 
And of course, our, our gal Hill had something to say about this. So um, Hillary, I'm not sure whether or not I think this is great news or not. There's some caveats to this that I'm not crazy about. But if Hillary is against it, I might be for it. Uh, clip uh, five, please. Welcome back. It's time for the Hot Topic Buzz, the governing body for international swimming, making a new gender inclusion policy for competitions. It now says swimmers who identify as transgender may only compete in women's events if they transitioned before the age of 12 and can prove that they are suppressing testosterone. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton warning Democrats the progressive push to put transgenderism front and center does them no good if they hope to win elections in November and beyond. Adam, let's start with you um, with the specific rules that we're talking I'm gonna go ahead know, and about it there. here. I don't have time. I, I do like what this I'll, I'll explain what Adam's uh, response was. So um, all right. And Hillary Clinton's response was different than what I thought it was going to be. Um, basically, Hillary's saying, you know, y'all need to stop pushing this transgender nonsense on America because they're not really about it. And that is is actually good advice on, on the part of Hillary Clinton. What this governing body has said, though, is that um, only those that transition before the age of 12, uh, meaning those before the age of 12 put on puberty blockers, uh, my initial thought is good. There should not be any biological grown men competing against young women. That's good. What I have a problem with this, though, is this might push more people to put kids on puberty blockers before 12. Am I overthinking it, Skins? No. I, I don't think that that should be ever a point of discussion. They went on to say at one point that they're pondering having some type of division that's going to be strictly for transgender people. And that's the solution. That's the solution. There should not be any organization pushing the idea that children should have their puberty blocked, that they should be put on the same drugs that are used to castrate rapists in prison. No, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Um, I do agree with Hillary Clinton, though. Um, I think that w- when we talk about, and this is an example of the cultural Marxist movement, when, if we're going to take over the House and the Senate in 2022, it needs to be with MAGA Republicans who are going to want to legislate from Congress that what's going on with you. If, if they've got, if they're going to leave Obamacare in place, this is health care, then they need to be passing some legislation that makes this criminal, that makes this against the law in this country, that there should not be one child denied their right to grow into who they are. Um, this guy, Adam, she's talking about in, in the interview uh, was a former wrestler. And he's like, look, just cause I, you know, I had to compete within my weight class. So he used that as an example of how this shouldn't be happening um, with, with our kids. This is insanity going on in the United States of America because as conservatives, we haven't been pushing back. And that's why I said at the open of the show, when it comes to this Juneteenth, I'm all for celebrating stuff, but it's been hijacked to push politics on us. And we need to be pushing back when that's happening. We have been ignoring. This is not brand new, what they're doing to kids. And we've been ignoring it as conservatives and allowed it to grow to the point to where children are being put on these drugs. And we need to end that. I'm glad, though, for this ruling, though, of the swimming. All right. um, Stay tuned, because when we come back, what did the Texas Republicans do that have the left all freaking out? We'll share with you on the next hour of The Andrea K Show. Many of us know how high school today is not the same. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.